you have to be aware of your inner voice. I think just as we're discussing our own times of comparison, just being aware of what's going on in your head instead of just feeling that jealous, yucky, bad, negative feeling, figure out what it is that you're saying to yourself and then just realize that it's dumb. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And we have a great topic today. If you are using comparisons in your life, and it's hard not to, comparisons we know can be the thief of joy and the thief of confidence. Maria, with me today, is this something that you think you're going to be getting something out of, Maria? Yeah, I think I've struggled with comparisons my whole life. I like to think that maybe I'm getting a little bit better, but I think this is a really great topic for anybody. Yes, I know whenever it's obvious as an athlete, it's easy to compare ourselves to others. There's always, always, always someone that's better. And even if we have a great performance ourselves, you kind of look down the line and you say, yeah, but this person did that. And so we're going to talk about today what might trigger us to compare ourselves. And then we're going to give you seven solutions to hack these comparisons so that we can keep our joy, we can keep our confidence. So Maria, the list that you and I kind of compiled together, and this is going to be a quick micro podcast where people can get some valuable information and then scoot on out of here with more confidence and more joy. And so the triggers are talent. So if you're thinking this person is more talented, they have better gifts, better abilities, that would be one of them. Maybe you're comparing your financial resources to someone and Sometimes we all wish that we had millions and millions of dollars or even we were billionaires, but with that comes a lot of responsibility. So financial resources, how about career where we compare ourselves? Well, my career's here and their career is there and they started after me or or entrepreneurial pursuits. So that might be a trigger for you. Certainly social influence on social media, how many subscribers, how many followers, how many people are posting their pictures, personal stories or journeys. We've all got the one-up friend who, when we tell the story, they they one-up us. And then, of course, the last one would be kind of our physical strength and performance, which I alluded to at the beginning of this. But Maria, have I left anything out? Yeah, I think you left one out that I struggle with, which is comparing myself physically or my physical surroundings that I've created, like my home to others. So how things look, if we compare there, we can get ourselves into trouble. Right. Yeah, that's too, certainly. And, and, you know, you're saying your home looks or your own look? How my home looks or how my, both, or for that matter, how my kid looks or how my yard looks. Just, I, I was just, thinking of the way things look physically, if we end up comparing our things or the things we're responsible for to others, I think we can get into some unhappiness. Yeah, for sure. So Maria, has there been something lately or any stories you can share, like something that you might've compared yourself that stole your joy or your confidence? 
Yeah, I was recently with some friends who are real artists. They appreciate art and enjoy art, and, and they had just redone their their home, and they invited us over because they were very proud of it, and also they wanted to be kind and and it was just gorgeous. It was it was really it had things in it that I would never have dreamed of putting you know in my in my living space, but they were really warm and wonderful and beautiful, and I kind of had a moment. <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. I couldn't create something like this. I don't have the I guess what the inner voice was, you're not very artistic, Maria. You can't create truly artistically beautiful spaces. So that was my, that kind of robbed, instead of just enjoying the space and enjoying and feeling happy for my friends, I found myself thinking about my own lack. And of course, that absolutely robbed both my joy and my confidence. How about you, Kelly? Do you have one? Well, Maria, I think that's such a good example where, your joy of just enjoying that place. Yeah. I think if I were to say where I do a lot of comparisons that tend to rob me of joy and sometimes confidence is I'm comparing myself, my current self to my younger self. Mm. And that will happen a lot with my swimming times or with my ability or lack thereof, my ability to do push-ups. Hmm. You remember when you and I used to drop to the floor and we would do a push-up contest and we could each do 50 men's push-ups. Yeah. 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 And now I would be lucky if I could do five, not because I'm necessarily weak, but I can't do it because of my shoulders. Right. And so just the comparing myself, instead of saying, you know what, darn, for a 60-year-old lady, I am in pretty good shape. Instead of saying that and just using that, enjoying that joy, that confidence, I think, oh, I'm not what I used to be. And do you think that's a common comparison? Yeah. Especially for those of us getting older, I think, you know, we look at ourselves in the mirror and think what happened to that young thing. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. see the wrinkles. And for me, I, yeah, I think that's common. Even just uh, one thing I've been comparing in terms of future past is my memory. I used to have such a great memory and it's just not as good as it was. So yeah. And that absolutely can rob you of, you know, your confidence for sure. And and, and also just your pleasure if you're worrying about it all the time and just thinking, ah, 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 just, this is so hard or why, why can't I remember that word or whatever? So I, yeah. I love, I love that future or current to past self. I and mean, that's an excellent area where we can really lose confidence and joy. Yeah. And you don't have to be 60. I mean, you can be comparing your 30-year-old self to your 20-year-old self, your 40-year-old self to your 30-year-old self. And so, Maria, you have your counseling degree, and I know that you've worked with people on this. So give us these solutions. What are some solutions that we can work on to quell this comparison monster? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we came up with these together, and I think there's There's probably a lot of them, but the seven that we talked about is one, I think you have to be aware of your inner voice. I think just as we're discussing our own times of comparison, just being aware of what's going on in your head instead of just feeling that jealous, yucky, bad, negative feeling, figure out what it is that you're saying to yourself and then just realize that it's dumb. It's stupid. It's that's cognitive behavioral therapy, basically, as we capture our thoughts and then we especially the distorted ones. And we say, no, that's not right. So I think, and when I work with people, I'm always shocked at how mean their inner voice is. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself, some people, and especially I think this is common in some women, you know, if we talk to our daughters the way we talk to ourselves, our inner voice it would be awful. So I think just being aware of your inner voice is the first one. The second one is just to remember that we're all unique. I mean, God made each of us unique with unique gifts. I'm never going to be you. Thank God. I mean, you're wonderful <laughs> and you're never going to be me. And we're, and we have unique gifts. I might become more artistic, but I'm never going to be an artist, but I can appreciate the gifts that I have. And I can also appreciate others' gifts. We should also think about just being present. Like lots of times when you're comparing. Wait, Maria. So before you move into number three, so number one is be aware of your inner voice. Number two, you're unique and your unique gifts and your unique story, your unique looks, your unique talents, and not comparing those to others, because there's always going to be people that find redheads or brunettes or blondes or whatever. There's going to be people that think that that's the most unique gift there is. And so I like that. All right. Number yeah. three, because you kind of rolled yeah. into three yeah. and it sounded like one sentence. So I just yeah. wanted to okay. differentiate yeah. that. And just a little story on that. My my sister used to always, she'd get a new hobby like baking or whatever. And she'd always compare herself to the very best baker in the world. <laughs> so instead of just saying, hey, I'm pretty good. She would, same thing with engineer or design or whatever. She'd compare herself to the people who were just fabulous. At. So that's something to be aware of that. Anyway, you can have a hobby. You don't have to be the best at it. And the third thing is to be present. And I, I think this is a really good one for me because I'm always somewhere else. So if to give the example of being in my friend's house, instead of thinking about, oh, I could never create this kind of beauty and my house isn't this nice or whatever, I'd be embarrassed to have them over. I could just be in that moment and enjoy the people who I am with, who I love, who love me and just enjoy just be in that moment, enjoy the meal, enjoy the conversation and not be in my head someplace else. So that's number three. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being present stops you from the comparison because in order to compare, you have to move from the present. You have to say, this is what I am. This is what I did. This is what I do. And then, oh, what is that person or thing or resource or result? And so it's moving directly away from that. All right. What's number four? Well, it's just obvious and everybody's been telling you this, but we'll just say it again. Keep your social media in check. You can pretty much tell whether social media is good for you if you do a little body check after you've spent a few minutes on social media. If you're feeling bad, it's bad. And and generally, I mean, it's pretty well proven that scrolling social media is really bad for your for your self-confidence. So just and it's we don't have to tell you that. You already know, but if you'd like to be happy, just keep your social media in check. Anything to add to that? Yeah. Absolutely. That's something that is just, it seems so simple. It's like drinking water or eating vegetables. And yet we don't always adhere to that. So, yeah, I think lots of times we just want to disappear and not have to be in our own world. So we go into social media. But anyway, number five, I like this one a lot. Only compare yourself to your progress and not someone else's. And then we can add to that your progress right now in this cycle. So for instance, we have talked about our comparing ourselves to our past selves. For me, this is really good with my cycling. I am in a cycle. I'm getting better in this cycle, but I'm not as good as I was last cycle yet. So, I mean, I think it's real. And also don't compare yourself to other people's progress. Some people are just going to zoom ahead and just keep it now, keep it focused on the now and keep it focused on the you on that in terms of your progress as you're trying to improve at something. I like that. 
I love this one too. And this is kind of an extension of your unique is be empathetic towards others. I mean, I, if you're appreciate others' gifts, if you're spending time thinking about the gifts, like if I think about you, Kelly, and I think of all the incredible gifts of encouragement and love and the things that you're really good at getting things done, you know, if I just think about that and think about how much I love you, I'm not going to compare myself to you. And so, I mean, if I'm thinking about the gifts of others in a loving way, in an empathetic way, then that's going to bring me joy and not the jealous unhappiness that comparison brings. Now, I think this is a really valuable tool because it is kind of natural to leap over to the comparison. Yeah. We do it. And when we do it, if we, I have really grown in this in my life. If this has been an area where if you're competitive, I mean, like I'm really competitive, like a lot of the people we've interviewed competition, if you're competitive, you're just kind of naturally going to compare yourself to someone. And if you do make that leap, instead of thinking, well, rassum, sassum, frassum, that girl beat me. Right. Instead thinking, I really know how hard she worked. I know how dedicated she was. If a 60-year-old woman is swimming that fast and she's that much better than me, I value that person. I really want to, like, we must have a lot in common. That's another thing that you think. So I just feel like, yeah, that then I end up celebrating that person and often becoming friends with them. And you can do that in many areas where competitors can turn into mentors and mentees and best friends and I know that happens with a lot of athletes at some point, but it can happen in any walk of life. That is one of my favorite things is just sure, initially you might be wanting to be competitive and be jealous and compare yourself and lose that moment of joy. But that's the way that I would turn that one around. Yeah, I love that. And it's just a way to love people. And if you're busy loving somebody, then you're not, then you're not unhappy about your own. You're not comparing yourself. You're just loving them. I think that's a beautiful one that you have grown in and I appreciate about you, Kelly. And then the last one that we said is, and I like this one too, it's, again, it's celebrate your own successes and accomplishment. Give yourself rewards for the little things you do. This is for me so hard. I don't know why. I just tend to do something hard. I'll celebrate for a millisecond and then I'll be thinking about the next hard thing I want to do. And I think that if we can spend more time just enjoying our own successes, or even our failures and laughing at them, whatever, just sort of enjoying the life that we're living, then we're not going to be spending time comparing ourselves to others. And we're going to have more joy and confidence. Yes. This is the one where I think that stop sign comes up with you start the comparison. You just have to stop and say, you know what, instead of comparing, I'm going to celebrate what I've done. Because usually comparisons often come after you've done something good. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, (laughs) oh, I'm really proud of this thing that I just did. How does this stack up to so-and-so? Oh, no, I thought this was good. It's not good. But I think that should be the cue should be, I'm going to celebrate this instead of comparing it. So I think that's great. I love even the way you put that. So as soon as you start you're right. As soon as I succeed, I'm comparing to either past performances or competitors. I love that as a cue. That's what the stop sign is a cue to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to celebrate what I've done right now <laughs> or celebrate my competitors. That's beautiful. Well, Maria, I hope this has been valuable. I know it's been valuable for you and I. Yeah. So I hope it's been valuable <laughs> for you and me, as my grammatically correct husband would say. It's been valuable for you and valuable for me. So 
Thanks for being with me. Hope we can have many, many more of these. Of course. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.